Hey everyone, it's me, the Herd Man, back at it again. And this is G's for Wednesday, March 23rd, 2021. What's going on? How are you today? It's the middle of the week. We're halfway through the grind. You're almost there. Come on, just hang in there a little bit longer. You know, week's almost over. You're getting through your work. You're almost done with that project. Don't stop now. You got Friday just around the corner, folks. Well, as promised, today I will be giving you my take on Zack Snyder's Justice League, which came out last week. I'm going to talk about the differences between Snyder's and Whedon's vision. I'll also talk about the things I liked and the things I didn't like. I am excited about this to tell you my thoughts, so let's get going. So, just to bring you up to speed on why there is a Snyder cut in the first place. Back when they were filming Justice League back in the day, Zack Snyder was working on the film uh, and he had a family emergency involving his daughter who unfortunately passed away. During this time, Warner Brothers decided to bring in Joss Whedon who had just gotten done with the Avengers franchise. They thought, hey, let's bring in Joss. He knows what he's doing. He's a comic book guy. People love him. Yada, 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 yada. So... Everyone kind of got excited about it with Joss Whedon. I myself was kind of like, okay, well, you know, he did a good job with Avengers. You know, how can he go wrong with Justice League here? Uh, The end result was not quite what everyone expected. It ended up being a huge mess of a movie. The characters were not relatable. The story was flat. And overall, critics and audiences basically just gave it a huge F. It was a huge turd. No one liked it. Fast forward a few years, people start rumbling about a certain version of the Justice League that may be out there called the Snyder Cut. There were rumors that Zack Snyder was going to start taking the footage that he made and recut the film to his original vision of what he wanted Justice League to make. Everyone was praying for it, but no one thought it was ever going to happen. Then last year, while having a webcast alongside Henry Cavill, who plays Superman, Zack Snyder made the big announcement that there would be a Snyder cut of the Justice League and that it would be going live on HBO Max in 2021. This totally freaked out everyone. I myself was kind of excited about it and it's one of the main reasons I actually got HBO Max in the first place. Which brings us to the Snyder cut released last Thursday. Overall I felt there couldn't have been a better place to release this movie than on HBO. The main reason being that this movie is broken up into seven parts, that being six chapters and an epilogue. The running time of the whole movie is over four hours. And the original idea was really for Zack Snyder to break this up into two movies. However, I would rather be able to experience it like I did at home myself. The story is your usual save the world tale you heard a million times, folks. An otherworld being known as Steppenwolf, who this time is a banished minion of Darkseid and not the big baddie as Whedon made him out to be, has located three boxes on Earth, which when put together could destroy a whole planet. Steppenwolf is out for the redemption and is in search of these boxes. He takes on Amazonians and Atlanteans to get the first two boxes and is met with resistance from the Justice League when getting the third box. However, he still obtains them and heads over to his secret lair. It's up to the Justice League to stop Steppenwolf from joining the boxes and saving Earth while forming a new group that will ultimately be the saviors of Earth. Hmm, that really sounds like a very familiar story I've heard somewhere before. 
Okay, so we're not talking about the Avengers. We're talking about Justice League. So let's get on to the Snyder Cut and things that I liked first of all. First of all, there was a lot more context to his story. In Whedon's version, everything was rushed. This was definitely not rushed. There was a lot more story that was fleshed out. We got to learn a lot more about Aquaman and what his motivations are. You learn a little bit more about the Flash's background and you get to see a glimpse of the city that he lives in, Central City. And most importantly, you get to learn a lot more about Cyborg, which I really liked. They really treated Cyborg completely different this time than when they did with Whedon. I don't know why they did what they did with the Whedon version, but they pretty much turned the arc entirely over to have Cyborg be the person front and center, which is really a shame considering the way that Warner Brothers and Joss Whedon treated that actor Ray Fisher. This version, they didn't make Flash into a total idiot. Also, they gave him one of the best scenes in the film, and his whole reason for being so quick was not just to say, okay, we're just going to move people around. He literally turned back time and pulled himself a Superman one move there, which completely made you think of the Flash differently than in the Whedon version. I mean, Wonder Woman, who was already sort of a badass, was told made into a complete total badass. I mean, her opening scene against the terrorists that were taking over the bank was phenomenal, although it had its moments of slowness. But still, I mean, she freaking murdered people. And in the end, she just used her uh, two wristbands to uh, throw one guy out the window. And all you saw was his hat. And as for Batman and Superman, they didn't do a whole lot of things different on Batman's side. For Superman, they took away of that god-awful CGI, which they used to remove his mustache. Because we need to film the same time that Henry Cavill was filming the Mission Impossible films. Steppenwolf was incredible. They took him from a half-human with a funny helmet guy to basically he was a monster-looking man. Uh, not even a man. He was a monster with these reactive metal armor plates that he had, which I thought was just a cut and above what he was before. And you actually said, holy crap, this guy could take on the Justice League. They brought in Darkseid, which... They didn't even mention in Whedon's version, which is insane. The whole reason for Steppenwolf's motivation is that he's trying to get redemption from screwing up uh, something that he did for Darkseid. So he is looking for the boxes. He wanted to redeem himself and fall under Darkseid's good graces again. Finally, the whole story and especially the final battle just was fantastic. I really liked it. It kept things going I never once felt bored like I said I went away a couple times but it wasn't like I wanted to go away I had no choice but I was able to come back and watch the rest of the film and it didn't stop the pacing which was awesome things I didn't like though which most people didn't was the slow motion I just read that they said 10% of the film was actually in slow motion which kind of tells you how much Zack Snyder likes to use that special effect the Martian Manhunter, which they brought into the movie, didn't really seem like he was necessary. They used him as a way to motivate Lois Lane out of her depression. And then at the end, he was sort of a, hey, Bruce, I see that you guys beat Steppenwolf, and now I think I can join you guys too. Just let me know. Where if I was Batman, I'd say, where the hell were you when we were taking on Steppenwolf in the first place? Finally, the dream sequence and 
basically leaving the film as a cliffhanger is something I never like. I always like if they can just kind of wrap things up into a pure ending. I know this was the original intention was to have this be a three-part movie. However, knowing that the rest of the story would not be completed, I think it was kind of shitty of uh, Zack Snyder to leave us with such a big cliffhanger. So the differences between Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon's versions are pretty obvious. Whedon basically cut out 90% of Snyder's shots and basically made his own movie. Snyder's take was a lot more serious and it fell in line with the tone of the other movies that he made, where Whedon's was a lot more campy, the coloring was this god-awful orangey type color, and it didn't really seem like he cared about what the other movies were. The characters, the characters also were a lot more likable in this movie than in Whedon's. Uh, again, I think that had to do with Whedon rushing through things and trying to do everything within a two-hour time limit. The villain this time had a true purpose. He, In the last movie for Whedon's, they made Steppenwolf out to be the big bad, and all he cared about was his mother boxes, and he'd be going, Oh, mother... Oh, mother, 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 which I could not stand. I thought it was so stupid that they would make this supposed badass just obsess over these boxes and refer to them as mother. It, you could really tell that Joss Whedon didn't know what he was doing. Uh, the other thing was the music. They completely took out all the kind of hard rock and, and Joss Whedon's greatest hits soundtrack and replaced it with some more um, dramatic music. The uh, the Amazon music that's been going around lately on TikTok has been pretty funny, but does kind of represent the movie, given that every time Wonder Woman walked into the room, everything slowed down and you heard her Amazonian music go off. It was that, that part was kind of funny. Overall, I really liked the Snyder Cut. It was a much better version than what Whedon had. Again, Warner, basically, the only thing that sucks is that Warner Brothers stated that Joss Whedon's version is what's canon, and that Snyder's version was basically a pet project and doesn't count for anything, which sucks because you have so much content there, so much interesting points that you could just break off into future movies, and Warner Brothers does not know what they're doing. And this is a big difference between what Warner Brothers does with their comic book movies and what Marvel Studios does with theirs. The fact is that Warner Brothers is being led by these corporate goons that just look at the dollars and cents, where you have Marvel, Marvel who has Kevin Feige, who knows his shit, and is bringing quality content every single time to the table. This is truly one of those rare cases, though, where you get to see the director's original version to its full completion. You've seen other versions of movies like Blade Runner, uh, where you have the Ridley Scott version. But for this, this was really a chance for the director to come back. He, Like I said, he had 90% of his film was not used. So when you're looking at this, you're seeing all this used footage that didn't make it to Whedon's version. And it came out like a brand new movie. So if you haven't already, go see it. I took my time and watched it. Like I said, I took my time and watched it in segments, which is why the chapters were so perfect. Overall, I would give this movie a B plus. It was definitely up there with the Avengers. It's definitely a different movie than the Avengers. Make no mistake about it, but still it is a cut above what Whedon did. They should really just ignore what Whedon's version was 
get Zack Snyder's version in there and make the DCU right. Whoo! Well, that was definitely what you'd call a extra size version of the podcast. However, I can't help myself when I'm talking about these movies. I love talking movies. I love evaluating movies. It's one of my passions since I was a kid, and I love being able to share what my thoughts are over to you. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. You can catch me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights on Twitch, and also look me up on TikTok and Twitter as well. Please just search Herdman22. Also, be sure to tell your friends about the podcast, and remember to give us a like. We will see you tomorrow, my friends. I am the Herdman, and I am out of here.